Listen Harder. Welcome to the Listen Podcast, Podcast. where our focus is on listening instead of telling. So listen. Listen to the world and our hearts and anything and everything in between. Why we started this, because we want to spend more of our time listening to things, and that includes everything, including our heart, nature, and what's being unsaid by people, and then trying to figure out what, what we just heard. Yeah, and it's, I think you and I have talked about a lot, is just that, like, we both don't, we just don't know anything really and actually saying that out loud feels really good because I feel like when you get to a point where you think you know something that's when you stop learning about it and I think the more you listen and really listen to what is being said or not said then you're able to change and be affected by the world around you instead of you just kind of like putting your thumbprint on the world. Yeah, I think I've always learned more and grown more from sitting back and listening to someone than telling them what I've concluded from my life so far. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And um, it's also like just, it's just cool to see different schools of thought and also realize that you can learn from things that sometimes people forget they can't learn from, like trees and... Mm -hmm everything there's something you can learn and meaning from everything exactly and unfortunately Tanya and I all we do is pull meaning out of everything a door slams and we're like "Mm." what time did that door slam (laughs) how did my opportunity change in life (laughs) what does this mean for me what does this mean going forward what does this mean What is the past trying to tell me from the future? (laughs) Yeah. But I do think the time that we're in and everything that's going on, I think we could all stand to learn more and grow more. And it's kind of like the perfect time in life to take a pause and really like figure out kind of more of who you are and like what you're doing and Kind of think about like how you're living your life and if you want to continue to go in that direction or if change is needed and welcomed because I do think it's so easy to live and we've talked about this before to live on autopilot mm-hmm. and to not even know you're living on autopilot and then also like even some of the thoughts that come into mind like for me sometimes or the things that I've thought before I'm not even sure if they're what I still think I I was saying this to a friend the other day and I don't know I don't know if you were there but you know there's a question where uh people ask you what's your favorite color and you just always have the same response because at one point in your life you picked a favorite color and you're just like yeah that's my favorite color and you always say that as, as a response it's this color it's this color But how many people take the time to think about that question when they get asked and consider, is that still my favorite color? You know what I mean? Or consider that maybe in that moment they can have that favorite color, but in another moment right after have a completely different answer. And that plays into my 
life mantra. The moment you begin defining yourself is the moment you begin limiting yourself. Get chills. And <laughs> I know this is going back to the colors, but I didn't I didn't realize that I loved orange. I always thought it was a color I didn't like. I never picked it for anything, anything. And then we went to the Super Plume and it was the most beautiful orange I've ever seen. And I didn't realize that my favorite color in sunsets was always that like orange. And for so long, I've just been, I just never thought about it. Yeah. I know it sounds trivial to talk about a favorite color, but this can be put on with anything anything in your life yeah it's just like like there's things exactly that you use to define yourself like a favorite color or anything but you keep them because you know they've been a part of you for so long and then you start to limit yourself and you're, you're fitting yourself into this container but like human beings are so vast and there's so much more to us than I think we've even started to explore so I do think it's it's really like giving yourself a gift to be able to change and shift and grow and like let go of things and just because one color was your favorite color at one time it doesn't mean you love the color any less because you now love a different color more you know what I mean it's just like it's just exploring and like allowing yourself to be fluid and you know grow completely agree. I think that kind of brings us back to what you were mentioning during this time period. I think that we're afraid to let go of what we knew to be true. So we all knew that our favorite color was blue. Like, And then the world was like, oh, it could be so many things. And I think that has been really unsettling. So if you, if you hang your hat on certainty, then when something uncertain happens, which is inevitable that's we live in uncertainty but we just didn't acknowledge that we were living in uncertainty and so now it's in our face and no one really knows how to handle that yeah but also even the idea of needing to know how to handle it Mm -hmm. like do you know what I mean like like that is that is trying that's like a form of control and it's it's very human like and I, and there's purpose for it i get that like you know we need like order and like there's so many things and great thinking minds that they give us they give us order and they give us ways to think about things and it helps but also if we could narrow it down and bring it just into our own like kind of small spheres and like our own personal lives the needing the needing to handle something instead of just letting it be like all things at once. It's like, it could be, it could feel like chaos. It can feel like you're losing control. It can feel scary, but it, it can also like, you can also find happiness in those moments. You can use it as a time to create something new. Like there's so many possibilities and they can all exist at once. Like it doesn't have to just be all bad or all good or, you know, Yeah, I think my challenge is to help myself learn how to live with uncertainty as a reality because it's easy to pretend like it isn't. And that's one thing that I would do is when I would travel, I never expected things to go right because rarely when you travel do things go the way you want it. The plane's going to be delayed. 
you know, the bus is going to be delayed. You're not, like, something's going to happen that's going to ruin the quote-unquote schedule or whatever you thought was going to happen. So I never assumed that my flight was going to be on time and I would make it to this thing. I just assumed that it would probably, probably be delayed. And when it wasn't, I'd be very happy. Like, yes, everything worked out. Cool. But if we start maybe uh, giving room for all possibilities mm -hmm. instead of thinking my plane should be on time, period. And then when it's not, it causes you frustration and anger. And now you have to figure this out because you were counting on it not being late. And that's why I'm happier traveling because I have accounted for the uncertainty of the process happening. So I'm just wondering how we can maybe start bringing that more into our lives. Yeah, totally. I, I feel that um, on levels. <laughs> I think that also like ties in with expectations. Like having certain expectations, um, I feel like are always going to set you up for just being upset or, or feeling like you're not reaching a, a certain potential or, you know, like just feeling that worry or that anxiousness and disappointment. If you just leave room for everything, then I feel like you can just kind of be instead of trying to run to a place that you have decided exists and that's where you want to go your focus then shifts into just the moment in time, which yeah. is so much more enjoyable. And I would say, like, I think it's important to just be, and it doesn't mean that you can't succeed. Because a lot of times, I know in the past, I used to think that if I didn't have high expectations or some sort of expectation, then I would fall short of it. And then I realized that that's not what I needed to motivate myself or to get things done. So I've, I've shifted to being just prepared. So if I am ready for a change or something uncertain happening, then I feel like I can handle things. But if you only have that one expectation, then you're not ready for anything going a different way. So that's why I knew there's not much I can do about a plane being delayed, but I set my mindset so that way I knew this was a possibility and maybe I worked that into my plans a little bit. Like, yeah, this might happen. Something might happen to change this. And I just know that I'll be able to figure it out. So if you equip yourself with those to start with, then you're, just, you're going out in life with a utility belt versus hoping the one tool that you brought with you is going to work. Yeah. That's so funny because it just, that just uh, reminded me of, I, I made a post on Facebook about this conversation I had with my dad the other day. So me and my dad talk on the phone, but normally it's only 30 seconds to a minute or just like, hi, how are you doing? Like, you know, and then like we get off the phone and we had this one day where we actually talked on the phone for quite a bit and he's a chef. And I was in a, a moment where I was just asking him a lot of questions like, did you love what you did? Why do you love cooking? Like, what about it is meaningful to you? So we were having all these conversations, and I asked him, like, why he thought he was great at what he did, because he was great at what he did. And um, he just said, I trust myself 
100%. And I was like, wow, like that's amazing. So basically what he said to me was, like my dad never thought he was like the best chef. He didn't think he had the best recipes. Like he didn't, he didn't think any of that. He just trusted himself 100%. So he knew if he was ever in a situation where anything went awry, which it did, there was one wedding where like all the ovens quit working. He knew he could figure it out because he, he had that confidence in himself, which I think is amazing. And I think if you do start to live in the uncertainties and just like what you said, being prepared, it makes you trust yourself more. And I think that's so important. Yeah. How do you think you start building that trust? Because we were talking earlier for hours um, about the difference between making fear-based decisions and decisions that are one of trusting yourself. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that the way you build that trust is by failing. Mm. Yeah. Like, continually. Failing, but also taking a second to really learn about that failure because a lot of times we'll fail and then just keep going yeah (laughs) it's like like it never happened and so that failure again Tanya and I try to find meaning in everything and um so we're never going to leave a failure without going what did this teach me how do I grow from this how do I not fail again (laughs) Yeah, and also, like, the thing about failing, though, too, is that you have to put yourself in positions um, to fail. You have to try new things, and you have to to be willing to go outside of your comfort zone, which is what we were talking about, like, before. I talk to a lot of people and have been this person where I just didn't want to try anything new or do anything different because of fear, right? So, like... um, just not letting that fear control you because there's so many people who have um, dreams or things inside of their heart um, that never, never make it. They never make it to existence um, because of that fear. The world is missing out on all of those people and like all everything that like they can contribute. And I'm not saying that what they are contributing is invaluable without having like, you know, what's in their heart be realized. But it's amazing. It's so unique. Everyone has such a unique like thing in their heart. So if they're just willing to like try, the world would be so much better for it, I believe. Yeah. And that takes time to know yourself because, and we were talking about this, we spend so much time with ourselves. We are like, obviously, because we are ourselves, but so many times we're almost a stranger to ourselves because we don't really know our hearts. And if you don't know your heart, how can you start making decisions based off of your heart versus fear? Or, you know, if you've limited yourself by saying my favorite color is blue and only blue for the rest of my entire life, you're not really asking your heart. Anytime you answer a question, you should always be checking in with yourself. Like, how do we feel about this right now? Like, what's going on in my heart right now? What is happening? And the more we start attuning ourselves there, then we can start knowing ourselves and we can start making those decisions based off of 
trusting yourself. Why would you trust? A lot of people wouldn't trust a stranger. And because we don't know ourselves, we're strangers. So how are you supposed to trust yourself if you don't know what's going on? Yeah. Trusting yourself is so hard, especially like when you've let yourself down. Like that's a that's a difficult thing. That's something I struggle with in my life. So it's like it's also I think um, failing is important, but also I guess building trust with yourself in small ways, like keeping promises to yourself. Like start small and build that trust. Start keeping small promises to yourself, and then work your way up and keeping things like that. And I guess like self-care and self-love is also an important part of trusting yourself so that you know that you're taking care of yourself and you have your own best interests in your heart because a lot of times, you know, self-destruction and things like that and self-betrayal are a thing and we I feel like if you're human, you've dealt with that, <laughs> right? Like we've all done that and um, then that's what makes the waters a little murky and it's harder to know. Uh, so it is like practice. It's a practice just like anything else is a practice. Um, it's right thinking, uh, practicing that as much as you can more and more every day. And then, and then doing, practice being who you are and doing that. And, you know, it might feel weird at first. <laughs> It just might, but that's okay. It's just continually believing. And I think that comes down to that uncertainty thing. So trusting yourself doesn't mean that you have 100% certainty of what's going to happen. Trusting yourself means that you know you're going to take a risk and you know you might fail, Mm -hmm. and then you're going to learn from that failure so that way you now can trust yourself more. But you can't go into itself it, it thinking like trust doesn't mean that you trust everything will go perfectly. Trust just means that you're going to bet on yourself right now and, and see what happens. And, and you're going to be okay. And then you're going to be okay. You're going to learn something otherwise, but you're making those decisions from a knowledge of who you are versus a fear outside of you. Yeah, definitely. And also knowing your heart and not letting that fear guide you, um, the more and more you do it, I think the more and more you get closer to, like, <laughs> your final ex- expression, you know? Tanya's had, like, five final expressions. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just... And like, that's a great thing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, we've talked about this before, though. There's no way you can know what it's seed is gonna be when you plant it like it's just this tiny seed and then it becomes this like beautiful crazy thing how would you have ever known that that's what trust is like trust is being like it's and we were talking about this too like getting out get out of your own way so you can like whatever you think you are or whatever ideas you've constructed about who you are let them go and let yourself be like who you are and it's more of a discovery it's part creation but it's more of a discovery like discover yourself that's amazing like how neat is that I feel like that's what it really means to be alive and be a human is to really discover and explore and creation too but like if you can kind of get out of the way completely you can like really see a miracle. 
Yeah, I think you should definitely get to know who you are, but that's what, know who you are, but don't attach to it. Mm -hmm. So just because you've learned a truth about yourself, it doesn't, like we said, it's not definitive, right? Wow. And it can change and grow because that's the point. We're always, hopefully, growing. We're something different than we were yesterday. We're something different than we were 10 years ago. Tanya doesn't even think we're the same person that we were <laughs> I don't. as children. <laughs> if you look at a picture of yourself as a child and you say that's you, that's cool, but look at that picture and then look at yourself in the mirror. That's a different human. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that goes to point out how time and discovery changes your insides and you should change your favorite color shouldn't be the same or at least it should be tested yeah so if we that whole definition it's confining yourself it prevents you from growing it prevents you from really knowing yourself because you've decided something and now you can't go on from it and if we just start listening to ourselves and listening to everyone around us before just defining all of them and just putting people in boxes, then there's probably everything's a little bit more enriched and something that you can really learn from more so. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's more, um, it's more fluid and it's, uh, bigger than ourselves. Like, it's like when you start to listen and, and, um, learn who you are, then you realize that you're more than this body and you're more than the ideas that you have and you're more than what you can create or your job. And then you realize that you're actually connected to everything and everyone around you. And then when your world starts to get bigger and you expand there's less pressure for like stereotypical things to matter and then you just start realizing that um what you do can be purposeful and it does have an effect on everything around you and that's when like the meaning and like true joy and happiness can start to flood in because you're open and like you don't need to be anything um, because you're happy to just be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It It's like uh, the sum of you is bigger than the parts. Yeah. And I think we're so limited in thinking of who we are. We don't realize the impact we have on other people. Like, I know we all know that we affect people, but I don't think we really, because we never really get that confirmation. We never really know that the one person you walked by and smiled at was having the worst day of their life and you, that one moment changed it. I mean, you had one moment with a guy at a retreat who was sharing a loss of a loved one and you have forever been affected by it. Yeah. And I bet you he has forever been affected by it. So that's powerful that is so powerful we're so connected and we have so much more than what we think we are definitely I'm so glad you just said that because before we started the podcast Brandy said something like maybe we should start it with something that we because we're calling the podcast listen 
maybe we should start the podcast with something we had heard this week. And so I picked something in my brain. Uh, I watched Hamilton, um, as so many other people did, because it came out on Disney+. And there were two lines in it that struck a huge chord with me. And the first one was, um, dying is easy and living so much harder. Mm, yeah. And the other one, which ties into what you said, is what is a legacy? It's planting seeds in a garden that we'll never see. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're never going to see our legacy. We don't know the We impact. get glimpses yeah. sometimes, you know? Very small. Mm-hmm. Very small. But I think if we start focusing on those seeds, so like if you're led with trusting yourself, if you're led with love, if you're led with heart, if you're led with um, wanting to build people up mm-hmm. instead of tear people down, mm-hmm. um, then that's that's a garden I want to hang out with yeah. <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um... That's like your ultimate, uh, your ultimate thing, I guess, is maybe losing who you are mm. a little bit so that you can know who you are. You know what I mean? Like, uh, losing your conception of who you are yeah, so that way you can know that. the true you. Yeah. And like, and realizing how you do tie in to the bigger picture and then, you know, doing the work, like do the, do the work that your soul wants to do and um, believe in it. And that all comes back to trusting yourself. You have to trust that your heart knows what it wants to do and who it wants to be and then be that. And then, you know, live that way. And uh, something you brought up, it was, it's trusting your heart. But here's the thing is you rarely know it. You just have to trust that it's going to know where to bring you. Yeah. So it's tapping into something that you're like, I'm not sure. Because you don't know. Like, everything's uncertain. And you're just like, I don't know. But I know this feeling. I know what's happening inside me. And I have to trust and hope that this is where I need to go and what you need to do. Yeah. And... Uh, it's terrifying because there's so many times when you do that that it'll seem like, oh my gosh, like I'm not doing the right thing. Like everything is uh, crumbling around me, but like your heart knows. Like I just believe that. Like, you know, it's just like the seed knows how much light it needs, how much water it needs, how much like yeah soil yeah. whatever goes into plants yes yeah. <laughs> so. and it just becomes what it becomes because it knows already where it was going and uh what it was going to be and you know as humans we have thought and we have choice and we have all these things that kind of get in the way of our becoming and so in a way we have to kind of unbecome to become like you know it's a if you think about all the ideas and things you've ever believed, like how many of those even came from you? Like, it's just, it's so weird to think about. So, or how many of them have changed? I know for me, things that I thought were like true 
hundred percent. Like now I look back at that version of me and I'm like, hmm, we're on the right path, sweetheart, but <laughs> you were missing something. Yeah. You didn't see something. You weren't listening to something that was happening. And now you know it. And guess what? This version of me is later on, my later version is going to be like, oh, sweetheart. I know. <laughs> you were so cute. Then. <laughs> like, I know. But you have to leave room. That's why, why you have to exist with uncertainty. You have to leave that room that you don't know because like you said when you start defining yourself when you think that you know then you put you put a you put this barrier up and then you're not able to move past that and so then i i have met people who just believe the same thing their whole life and they won't change and so that's the only version of themselves that they're ever going to meet and um that's fine if that works for you. I'm not saying that, like, you know, maybe that's maybe that's a, a beautiful path on its own right, you know? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It's just not the path I'm on. <laughs> it's a different yeah. one. Uh, uh, I am on the path of um, always learning and growing and becoming and changing, and, and uh, it's like the path of nature, I guess. Yeah, I think um, I'm always trying to look at, like, not what I'm right about, but what I'm wrong about. So if I'm always trying to, like, prove myself wrong, then I feel like that's when I can always be growing. Because once I can't prove myself wrong, then I'm like, cool, I've, I've reached maybe a truth, you know? Yeah. At, at least, I'm not saying completely, but a truth in this matter. Um, but I'm always still going to listen because I want... I want holes to be poked into things. I I want to know that whatever I've decided to stand on or believe or what choice I've made, I want to know that I did it not because I just decided to believe something, but because I couldn't find anything else that negated it. Yeah. Yeah, and you li- and you lived it. Like you you tested it, you lived it, you You've learned it. It it became a fabric, and you know the cloth that that you're weaving, and also one you're willing to let go if you need to. Yep, that's why failure comes in. Like failure is the thing that pokes holes in what you thought. You're like, oh, okay, that that didn't work. Cool. Yeah. What? Oh, how do I mend this fabric and continue going? Like, or what does this fabric want to be? Yeah. I think we should always be asking ourselves questions. Why? What does this want to be? What is this telling me? Um, Instead of telling it what it is. So constantly I'm like, okay, cool. What What is happening right now? Where do you want me to go? What are you? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And like any, like I love the creative process and like you, I know you do as well. And like, I think, my most favorite creations or anything I've ever made or collaborated on is something that ended up being not what I thought it was. Um, Because it's cool to have an idea and it's cool to work towards that idea. And it's even neat when you create whatever that idea was. But when you have an idea and you start going towards it and then it becomes something else, that's freaking magical. And you're like, wow, like, how did this even happen? And so, like, I want my life to be that way, you know? I think 
I don't want my life to turn out anything like I thought. Because that would be sad to me. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we can't possibly know, right? So if we knew, then we, we limited ourselves yeah. in some way. So I know I'm my sad. life is nothing like I thought it would be. I had complete ideas <laughs> of where I would be right now. And it couldn't be further opposite of everything I thought I knew and that I thought I would be and yeah. where I thought I would be. I know. That's how I feel, too, and it keeps going that way. And, um, yeah, like, so uncertainty is scary. Um, I agree. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs>